Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to This Is Real with Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. And I'm Stephanie Ray. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Man, you know what? Bob Bob Papillon, the man, we always keep the guests great. <laughs> Listen, I know I sounded funny. Say- the Bob Love. <laughs> but here we go. Look, let's just get into the show. We, uh, we're super excited, though, that you guys have been writing letters, uh, checking us out on YouTube downloaded the podcast and so that we're really excited about keep the letters coming we thank you to everyone that's supporting like you said via the podcast youtube on our facebook live every thursday at nine we're yeah. enjoying that tremendously <laughs> said, we're enjoying but what right he now. was saying was backed by popular demand yeah by we've got popular. uh some awesome guests joining yeah. us again back and, you know, in the studio come on man we're not guests this, this show oh uh, yeah they're not guests no more yeah. our guest co-hosts Oh, your guest co-host. And you know what? Uh, The show is This Is Real, so we don't, you know, we could have edited all the laughing and stuff, but we try to keep it as real as we can. And you know what? Mm -hmm. Sometimes, I mean, every time we got Pastor Ness on the building, for some reason, (laughs) Holy Ghost Silly. Yeah, Holy Ghost Silly. That was good. I'm just trying not to cry. Uh, Maybe a t shirt, (laughs) Holy Ghost Silly. (laughs) Holy Ghost Hee Hee. (laughs) But uh, you know what? We've been talking about communing and relationships. Uh, if y'all haven't heard our past shows, uh, I would recommend that you would go uh, take a good listen because we've been talking about, first, remember you, y'all remember, we were talking about communing with God mm-hmm. and really making that importance. The whole theme was, hey, spend time with your Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went after that. We started talking about relationships mm-hmm. because, you know, in relationships, what we call them communities is basically, or as we said, when you're communing, you have common union with your Savior. And when we all spend time like that, when we come together, we have common union as mm-hmm. a body of believers. I love the community. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can share that here in a minute, but it's just trying to give everybody a recap. Uh, we are now people who commune so, uh, and have common union. So what keeps us united is that common union, mm-hmm. uh, which instead for you know, the world says that you know, there's communities everywhere. And mm-hmm. those communities usually have common union in something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the body of Christ, uh, our common union is in our Lord and Savior. And oh, that's so. what, you know, whenever you have, you're fighting or whatever it is, angry or jealous or whatever, that common union, because we all have flesh, mm-hmm. is what always brings us together to the center of everything. That's where people like, uh, I think it was Israel Holden that said, Jesus at the center of it all. It's really, yeah. we sang it a lot. Yeah. The question is, can we keep him at the center? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so today, we're going to talk about the theme because even though we've been talking about uh, even at the church to love, to hang out, to lead, uh, following disciple to disciple to disciples, which stems from our communing. Right now, what I want to talk about is this verse. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it, and then y'all go after mm-hmm. it. Right? We're going to just talk about this verse because we want to talk about um, still communing and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so it says, while they were traveling, oh, this is Luke uh, 1938, or 1038, sorry. Uh, while they were traveling, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, also, uh, who also sat at the Lord's feet and was listening to what he said. I like it in the American Standard because it says uh, she, he was listening to the word. I'm just going to keep reading it in the American Standard because I just love the richness of was also seated at the Lord's feet and was listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all the preparations, and she came up to him saying, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me uh, to do the serving uh, by myself? 
then tell her to help me. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things, but one thing is necessary. For many has chosen the good part, uh, which shall not be taken away from her. <laughs> and go. Well, one, on Sermon Sunday, I, I was just, I, I'm still, uh, as I told y'all this morning, I'm still yeah. drunk off that, that, uh, that sermon. And you said something very powerful. You said that um, serving doesn't equate uh, to spirituality. Yeah. And being, being or how spiritual you are. You yeah, are. because yeah. we always think, wow, that guy's doing a lot. So mm -hmm. we equate that to he must have an incredible relationship with God because mm -hmm. he's doing a lot. And we've gotten to the place where we, where we think that somehow that our doing dictates what our righteousness is. But our mm. righteousness doesn't come through our doing. Our, our righteousness comes through our being and our faith in who Jesus Christ is, yeah. is and what he's already done for us. And so when we get into that, when, really you, when you were talking about the Mary versus the Martha, Martha is that one that feels like that she has accomplished something because she is serving God yeah. or she's serving Jesus. And Mary realizes that the, the better part is sitting at his feet and, and, and having intimate fellowship with him. It's really good. Yeah. Go ahead, Steph. Talk to me. <clears throat> to me, it's like the the more that we learn God, right, that you read his word, that you consume and commune with him, right, the more that you're able to discern. Because like we're talking about, and I know you mentioned it too, that he loves Martha and he loves Mary, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not that. Because we all we try to, up, yeah, uh -huh. not that nobody's trying to be like, use Martha like a cuss word like oh you Martha you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. he still loves her right? that's how we be though you know what I'm saying like yeah, okay, yeah. it's okay yeah, yeah, cause yeah. he loved and, Martha yeah. he wasn't yes. he didn't you didn't see a rebuke in that he was just saying she chose the better part Mm -hmm. And what he was asking of them in that moment, I yeah. feel, was yeah. to commune, right? Yeah. Because then there's other times when he went and he just needed them to serve. Yes. Same thing. So if you're spending time with God, if you're communing with the Lord, yeah. and you're asking him, really what is it that you are needing me for, to do for your kingdom, right? Yeah. Then that's whenever we don't fall into just kind of, I feel like the voices yeah. that come in or like maybe mm -hmm. what you were talking about, what we think is good, right? Cause you, you might be able to go to church, but you're not being the church. Yeah. So, so that, what do you think <clears throat> happens? Let's, let's talk about this from a, like a real standpoint, right? So that we can give answers to some of the problems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I love, like I said, the new American standard, because it says Mary has chosen the good part. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important, uh, just on perspective, on what is good, mm -hmm. right? Because, I mean, because if it was that simple, and why would he even tell us he has chosen the good part mm -hmm. if we were not going to start calling things that were not good, good? Mm -hmm. So what do you think is the problem when it comes to, first let's talk about the problem, because obviously everybody's not sitting at the feet. Because mm -hmm. if we were, mm -hmm. we would have more unity within the body of Christ we would have more unity just in everything, man. This whole vax, non-vax, black, white. Like, there's all these things that constantly keep us distracted and we're fighting over all these things. And I'm not saying that some of these points are valid for us to sit at a table and, and talk about them. Yeah. But I, I, I don't see much of that. I see, like, just a bunch of people just voicing opinions and getting distracted by a lot of things but not spending that time because... There's no way to come out of spending time with Jesus, the good part mm -hmm. on what 
he's saying for us to do that you and I should constantly be fighting with each other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even if we get into a disagreement, like mm -hmm. there's no way. It's just impossible mm -hmm. because he is so loving and so comforting mm -hmm. and so reminds you of grace and mercy. And it's almost hard for you yeah. to leave a thing and be like still mad, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, so what you think is the problem? What do you think is the problem? Like why aren't people sitting at the feet? Why is everybody monitoring it out right now? What's happening? Do we even know what good is? I think that we um, we perceive good as something that's inflicting to self. You know, when I when you said about works didn't equate to righteousness, I just heard self righteous. Um, you know, when wow. we when we start, that's what self righteousness is. Is we think that it's us that's making ourselves righteous before God, our works, whatever mm. we're doing, and that's what Martha was doing. And um, the thing is that because she wasn't spending time in his presence, she was depending on her self-righteousness mm -hmm. as opposed to Mary. She was mm. spending time and in his presence, and she was not dependent on self. She mm -hmm. was actually selfless, and that's what Christ does. Like, when you spend time with Christ, you become selfless. It's not about what you bring to the table or what you know or mm -hmm. what was good for you according to your flesh or according to your thoughts. It's what's good according to God. Yeah. And it's always going to be selfless. Mm -hmm. Like God's it's always really going to ca call you to die to self when you spend time with them. And I think that's the difficult part. It's hard to die to self. Like I think that's one of the biggest challenges we face in Christianity. It's not that we don't love Jesus. It's that we love ourselves more than we love Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So dying to self is not an easy task. And mm -hmm. when you spend time with them, he's telling you. No, die to yourself. Yeah. When we get caught up in our works, when we get caught up in our works, uh, we literally uh, make the cross null and void. Come on. We make the cross null and void because right now you're trying to live in a way that you're saying, I don't need, I don't need Jesus because, see, I've fulfilled the, the works mm. of the law. Come on. And so yeah. in, that, in, that, in that one moment, I, I, was just, I was just thinking to myself, when he talks about the, the good part, I don't necessarily know if he's saying, and maybe y'all correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if he's saying that the works are not good because anything that God tells you to do is good. But I think what happens is we don't understand that it's through getting to the place of sitting at the feet of Jesus that we are actually empowered to do our do the works that he's called us to do. Mm -hmm. Because if I had said it, if Martha had sat at the feet of Jesus, Jesus might have told her, well, instead of going around and serving everybody, go set up a buffet and come back and sit down. So he, she might have felt found a better way to do what she was doing and not put so much effort into trying to serve because he gave her a better way. I yeah. think we, if we sit at the feet of Jesus, he'll show us his way. That would be Always. so much easier than, mm -hmm. than what our ways are. Mm -hmm. Always, because I believe that that's where we get, you know, James says that our desires is what leads us into destruction mm -hmm. or, or, you know, and I wholeheartedly feel that without sitting at the feet, because, yeah, I do see when Martha, I love how he says the good part, which shall not be taken away from her, because without the sitting of the feet, without communing with God, your desires are probably going to be a little more selfish and prideful. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could tell automatically. Think about the signs here. She's pointing at she should be doing what mm -hmm. I'm doing, mm -hmm. which is already a red flag. Mm -hmm. And we see that all the time in the body of Christ. It's like, well, how come they ain't doing it? If they ain't doing what we're doing, then they ain't, they ain't, they ain't, saved. They ain't saved. Or mm -hmm. they ain't, you know, like, yeah. I feel like instantly she goes at, she's missing what she should be doing at that point 
current moment. Because it puffs her up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, I, and sometimes it's a self thing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like all those things she's doing, she's almost like, look at what, by her pointing at Mary and saying she ain't doing what she should be doing, she's basically saying, Jesus, look at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you he know addresses, what I mean? right? Like, she revealed the nature of her heart. Yeah. Like, that's what we do whenever we point somebody else's sin or flaws or what they're not doing. We re- we reveal the nature of our heart. Mm. Maybe I thought that you have been approved of or uh, mm. identity issues, mm-hmm. wanting to fit in, all these things that come from pointing other people's mess out. You know what I mean? And I think that's what he was trying to to tell her she's choosing what's good in the sense of the like, good part yeah she's choosing the good in the sense of being with me as opposed to trying to please me when she's already been accepted mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. uh, I think what was it agathos That's was really the word uh, yeah the word is agathos yeah. it means to des- describes what originates from God and is empowered by him in their life through faith and if you look a little bit further into that it says yeah. um, it's, it, I think it says that what is good regardless of how you see it like it's something that's good mm-hmm. you, you don't have to think that it's good for it to be good and that's God like mm-hmm. a lot of the times that what's he is good we don't perceive as good and that's sometimes our hindrance in our in our life we we choose what we think is good based upon self or moment or situations it's really good and then we we choose something that's really not good for us and we have to challenge people though because because people some more times begin to think okay well they're saying I just need to sit in the, in the presence of God and sit in the throne room 24-7 and never go out and do anything. Yeah, yeah. But at that point, the, the reality is, it's not that we're, we're, we're repenting from works. We're repenting from dead works. And, and there uh-huh. are really moments good. when God gives us some, some, an assignment or works to do or something we're supposed to do. And it is it is the good part for us to go out and be obedient to what he has said do. Yeah, the problem good works. the problem is that when we we produce or we 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 try to add in stuff that God mm. has never asked us to do, never required of us. It's really good. And just because somebody else is doing it or just because Come it on. seems good, mm-hmm. then we go out and do it and we find ourselves that's when we get burnt out. That's when we get tired. That's when we say, I got to step away from the church. I can't mm-hmm. serve. Why? Because you, you're, you're operating in a capacity you don't have the grace for. That's really mm-hmm. good. I think yeah. a lot of that story is um, kind of a reflection of us as believers and as mm. a church, right? Because mm. I like what you were mentioning about the heart. Because if Martha, her heart was already in the wrong place, right? Because I, I, we hear the Mary, Martha, and then Jesus, but I'm thinking like in that room, that house, how yeah. many people were around, right? So Martha's heart was already like, mm. look at all that I'm doing. Come on. So you think she, if she finally went up to Jesus, how many other people before she talked to Jesus that she was like, I can't believe my sister's over there sitting and look Come at everything on, that I have fine. to do. That's you know really what I mean? Good. So every single person that was in that room that she was quote unquote serving probably heard from the heart that she had, right? Ooh, versus so if she was that's serving fine. from the heart of saying God is asking mm. me to serve right now and like he said maybe he would have given her an easier task if she was serving from that say somebody else would have been like man your sister's over there sitting by Jesus and you're over here doing the work Martha's heart would have been different yeah I'm so honored 
that I get to serve Come people. On. And I'm look, I'm so Scared. appreciative of my sister being able to sit there. You know what I mean? Mm. And all those like what ifs. But I do believe that it goes back to the heart. And so I feel like it's the same thing with us, like you were saying, with mm. us as believers in the church. Mm. Is that so are you walking around as a Martha in the sense of are you doing those things so that you can be highlighted? Are you doing them because God asked you to do them? Or are you doing them for self, like Come Pastor on. Ernesto was sharing, right? Because if he does ask you, because then we'll might do the, the flip side too, right? Somebody, Jesus is asking of somebody to be still because maybe you're, you are a works person. And right now mm. you did too much mm. and he needs you to stay still. And, you know, you're going to serve once a month or you're going to, mm. you know, do this and spend this quiet time. And maybe you're yeah. not preaching. Maybe you're not doing this. But someone who has the heart that was... Decept, you know, deceiving like how Martha was believing yeah. is going to look to see you and say, well, why aren't you doing this? Well, why mm. aren't you doing that? That was out of the commune, communion that you had with Jesus, mm, yeah. right? And we don't know that, but we, we're probably the people in that room that Mary, Martha, and Jesus were in yeah. going I, off I even, of assumptions. I, you, know? you know, I love that because I feel like even, I feel like if Martha would have, according to what you're saying, which I agree with mm -hmm. um, when I look at it, I feel like her heart being in that place, that even if she would have sat at that moment next to Mary, it, it still wouldn't have been from a place of sitting at the feet. I still feel like her heart still would have been like, I got stuff to do. I got to, mm -hmm. you know, it would have been this yeah. antsy. And I've, I've been there. Yeah, I mean, I've been, you, so have I. You, you, you came out Sunday, Sunday before last, we were having, uh, we were having uh, baptism, and oh, I yeah. was out there, you know, oh, yeah, pointing yeah. people this way. You came and grabbed me by the arm and said, come on. And I was like, but I got to do this, dog. No, come on. <laughs> yeah, come yeah, on. I said, hold on, I got to do this. No, you need to come and worship. Yeah. And we get so we get so caught up. And one of the things just came to mind when you were saying what you were saying was, think about the day and the time. It was it was That's it was unnatural for Mary to sit down at the feet of Jesus because she was not she would have not been welcome mm. had it not been Jesus. Had it been some other teacher, he would have had he would Made have said to her, get up go and serve Come with Martha. On. And so Martha was serving out of a tra traditional role that she always served in. Mary on. dared to buck that and say, no. Hold on, hold on. Hold on to that revelation. Yeah. We'll be right back. We're going to go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back with This Is Real and Pastor Todd breaking down. Mary. Thank you so much, man. That was an awesome commercial Welcome break. Welcome back, Come everyone. On. We're going to um, tap talk. back into Come that on. revelation get, get in Todd was Talk to me. Us. So you were talking about Martha. And you, the traditional roles, yeah. yeah. The traditional roles of a woman at that time was that she was supposed to serve. Even when I went to Kenya a couple of years ago, it was like it was like the women never sat down. Mm. They were, the pastors, we would sit down, and they would be servants. The pastor's wife would be serving us. And, it, it, and when I offered, I remember one time when I offered I said, why don't you come down and sit down and eat with us? The, one of the ladies, one of the pastor's wives looked at us like, looked at me like I, I had lost my mind. And I wonder how many times mm. we as Christians have developed roles or developed this tradition that serving is so, that we get into this serving mode so much so that we forget what is really, really important. Mm. And she was trying to fulfill a role that women always fulfill and Mary challenged that and said no this is the one who raised me this is the one who saved me Come on. so I'm I, I want that more I, regardless of what you all say and we have to develop so a culture good. now that we 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 go after what God wants more than what the world wants and more than what 
religion tells us we ought mm-hmm. to. It's really good. I like um, what you were talking about with Martha and Mary because if God had asked her to serve in that capacity, I feel like to Martha, mm-hmm. she wouldn't have been tired, right? Because we can't do mm-hmm. anything on mm-hmm. our own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's always out of his strength, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so if that was the nature of... Because I, I, I relate to it in a sense, right? Because ministry life, working for a church... Sometimes people look at it on the outside like, whoa, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? That kind of thing. But <laughs> there are seasons, right? There yeah. are seasons that, for example, right now at the build-out where, where you're doing a little bit more or something. Yeah, than average. There is mm-hmm. an outreach. And so there's a big old, a lot more planning and that kind of thing that happens versus somebody who maybe serves on the weekend but doesn't work at the church, right? Sure. So they may see that, you know, and be like, well how are you guys doing all of this? Even whenever pastor, you know, you're traveling or you pastor Todd, you're traveling. You're like, man, all of that. But if it's, if the Lord is asking you to do that, then he's going to supply you mm-hmm. with the strength to accomplish it. Right. He's going to give you the rest. He's yeah. If he tells you to you do all. it, if yeah, he absolutely. tells you. Right. And so that's, I feel like that's an indicator of knowing that God didn't require Martha. Sure. To do and that. we get that empowerment from his presence. Uh, I was looking for an opportunity to say this. I hope, I hope yeah, this no, translates. Good. But I was I, I was telling y'all this morning how God brought up the the, the temple um, yeah. and how there's an outer course and an inner course in the holies of holies. And we often miss miss the fact that in this inner court area where you have these the table of shoe bread, the altar of incense, and the and the menorah candle, a whole bunch of stuff for it. but. When we have those things, that is representative of reading the word, serving, and prayer. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we think that that's the end of the road. But the end of the road is not where we serve. It's not just studying the word. It's not just praying. But it is literally going in and sitting at the feet of Jesus and saying, okay, God, what does this mean? Come on. How, does, how, does, mm-hmm. how do I apply this to my life? Meditating so on it, eating on it. The Bible says to meditate on it and eat yeah. and, and, and on day and night. And and I what I noticed and I share with y'all there's yeah. no back door mm-hmm. to the to the to the temple, so it's from this place of sitting at the feet of Jesus and communing so with Him good. that literally I'm able to go go back into <laughs> His into work that I'm empowered in His presence to go back and do the things that He has has for me to do. So good. We we don't get empowerment unless we get in His presence. Mm-hmm. That's and good. It even changes the where we live from. You know, mm-hmm. because you see, Martha became distracted. Mm-hmm. Then she became, um, she started comparing herself. Then she started setting expectations for other people mm-hmm. as opposed to mm-hmm. Mary. Like if she would have been empowered and compelled from his presence, it wouldn't have been competition. I wouldn't have been like, look what she's doing. Look what I'm doing. Because she would have been living from my identity. Mm-hmm. So it would have been like, I'm living for from. I don't have to compete with, with Mary, what she's doing, because she's doing her part for the kingdom, as I'm doing what God has asked me to do for the kingdom as well, and there's no competition. And yeah, I, I think it's so good. Israel from that place, Pastor. You, was, you were just singing Jesus at the center of it all, right? Mm-hmm. Well, when you look at this tabernacle, it moved. Every time the cloud moved, it moved. And so they moved and, and based their whole life and their whole existence around living around God's presence. Mm-hmm. Come on, that's fine. Uh, and and when, when the cloud moved, they packed up the tent and they went to the place where the cloud and the, and the so fire good. was, and they set it up and they and they did everything that they did was was centered around the presence of God. And I love the whole you know when I because I was when I was doing the studying and it was uh, saying that sitting at someone's feet was a position of a learner uh, submitted to a teacher, 
and you know I was thinking about little kids when you're like all right I'll sit down and I feel like from that I'm always thinking of the posture of our heart mm -hmm. because it's how we come to something I think I put a post that said something to the extent of uh, those who want to learn uh, in order to be taught you have to want to learn so I mean you could want to teach me all day long um, I know as pastors sometimes there's the frustrating part where you want somebody to get it mm -hmm. and you're willing to teach and you're willing and you're like oh right but the only see Jesus was only a good teacher because he had good students mm -hmm. yeah you know, he, he a teacher is only as valid as a student because if you could be the greatest teacher of all time, and if a student doesn't posture himself in a place to sit and learn, then nothing will happen. Not just to sit and learn, Pastor. Yeah. But to sit and enjoy, because yeah, one, 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 one of the things yeah. that one of the things I'm learning now more than ever before. I told you, fifty went through that little yeah. midlife deal, yeah. whatever. And and all of a sudden, yeah, all all of a sudden, I realized. I think the Lord was sharing with me one time. He said, "Remember some of the best times you've ever experienced with Christian, and some of the best times I've ever experienced with Christian were moments when it wasn't a PlayStation, when it wasn't nothing, and I just started tickling him, or he jumped on my lap, and we just started wrestling, and 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 we got lost in this laughter and enjoyment of each other's presence. Mm. And the truth of the matter is that that I have been living in this this inner court experience where I have studied, I've prayed, I've served, but I very rarely ran into the father and just sat in his lap and enjoyed him. Mm. And so we get into this place where we know how so for good. 25 years we know how to be past the taught. We know how to operate in works. We know how to operate in prayer. We know how to cast out demons. We know how to preach sermons. But we really haven't learned how to run into the presence and not and not be about anything. It not be about getting a word. It not be about getting uh, something changed in our life. But it just it just comes about being comes about being understanding of Facts. who your father is, sitting in his presence and enjoying it. Yeah, because you know it. In the Holy of Holies, I was thinking right now, mm -hmm. when they went in there, mm -hmm. they didn't go in there and start reading. They So they're doing all this here. Mm -hmm. But when they went into the Holy of Holies, they went in there and just sat and came out with a word. Mm -hmm. You understand? Like, like it was from, they didn't go from here out here and give you a word, mm -hmm. even though they read the word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They went from here in here and basically sat and out of that silence and being still, God would speak. And then I have a word for y'all. And I think we're missing out just as the body in general, mm -hmm. you know, um, to really do what you're saying right now is really to step into that place. It's, it's kind of hard for you. People get quiet for a little bit. You start getting anxiety mm -hmm. a little yeah. bit. I think maybe the phones and all that have kind of messed us mm -hmm. up. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I, I just thinking about that. And I just um, the thought that comes to mind is like, how how much we magnify ourselves yeah like you know like you can kind of see reverence in in that in that story yeah like how she and you were kind of saying a little bit about what your son was saying yeah like who did martha who did martha invite in yeah and one was a guest yeah. and the other one yeah. was a savior and who did mary see you That's know what good. i mean because if martha just saw a guest 
but Mary saw somebody who was Savior. significant. Yeah. Yeah. So she she knew who she had at at, at her presence, as mm-hmm. opposed to Martha. She didn't like. Oh, this is just another guest. Let me serve. Let me do what I do. Yeah. yeah. One thing you mentioned on Sunday that um, I really liked was that when you were preaching, you were like, "This isn't it, right?" And I'm yeah, living yeah. how you said it, but paraphrasing. Um, you were like, "You're supposed to take this and go home and read it for yourself and study it." And then let it be real to your life, right? And so yes. I feel like where we, because going back to the question that you asked in the mm, beginning, where we good. where we have failed, I believe, as Christians, as believers, is that we have gotten accustomed to a superficial Christianity to where Shallow, I can, yeah. yeah, it only goes so deep, right? And even in the mm-hmm. tabernacle, it only we only go That's this really far because you hear it on Sunday, but you don't do anything with the word. You don't spend time. You don't commune. You don't sit him with him silently asking him to speak to you, you yeah. know? And mm-hmm. it's easy to do that. Unfortunately, yeah, you're like, it's done. easy. I'm done. Yeah, I, I, it's I got easy it. to We're have living through the, somebody else's revelation. Yes, yeah, you, it's on. easy to have the Instagram post. It's easy to have the, you know, Christian t-shirt and all of that. But it's much more difficult to go deeper and to go further into the tabernacle, you know? And I feel like, mm. I guess I would pose a question for all of you pastors. Um before we Question. go on break you start answering it <laughs> well because i feel like i it takes a lot for people like pastor ernesto was sharing is that it's a self thing right and so we have to self-reflect and say okay where are we at are we married or are we martha and if you're martha you need to do this and if you're married then when you get into a season of martha what is it that you do right so if you're listening and you've heard the sermon series you've heard the you know the radio and you find yourself in one of those things, what do you need to do to get out of the Martha season, right? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like you have to be self-aware, like what Pastor Ernesto was Mm -hmm. saying, Mm -hmm. that, you know what? I am giving of my time because it feels good or because people then give me a round of applause Mm, or I am studying this scripture (laughs) because I want to have this to say so that people think that I've been in my word and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And I feel like it takes a lot of maturity to be self-aware in that. But once you get there, then what do you do? You know, Mm -hmm. truly good. I think that the first step is like, I think she asked you a question. It's being (laughs) self-aware. You know what I mean? Like you gotta be real with yourself. Yeah. And really say, you know what, I am being a Martha, mm-hmm. or I'm, I am being a Mary, but maybe Martha is creeping in. Like, self revelation is is key, because we can justify certain thoughts or beliefs or lies mm-hmm. that we think, and not even catch the fact that you know what, I am being a Martha in this season, uh, and just think that it's okay. I, I think Martha was that was her. She didn't. I don't think she thought that she was doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Facts. You know, yeah, she was. She was. She did what she thought was good. Facts. Based mm-hmm. upon her life, mm-hmm. you know, and she mm-hmm. and that's why she compared her life to Mary. Yeah. She's like, look, she's not doing anything. Like I thought, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But catching the fact that you're living from that place is is is, is key, and then being looking at what's next. You know, I think one thing that we've um, done a lot in Christianity is being able to regurgitate what everybody else says right. without even really knowing how what it looks like to I'm apply gonna share it. that. I'm going to share that post. <laughs> I'm going to repost it. <laughs> like, we don't know what it looks like to do certain things. Like I was talking to somebody and you know, I was. He was. They were mentioning to me like certain things that they're be, being revealed to them, and uh, and he was saying. I was asking them questions, and they were saying like all the right things, and I was like, man, that's awesome. And the Lord told me, no, go deeper. Mm-hmm. And I started to ask him, well, what does that look like? What does that look like? And to the point where I was like, no, like, what action do you have to take mm-hmm. to so live good. out what you're saying? Right. And there, and he started crying. 
He's like, I don't know. Right. And I was like, that's our problem. Like, I'm, it's so easy for us to say things because we heard it or we know it or it's been said to us, but it's so hard to actually apply and live live a merry moment. It's so mm-hmm. hard for us to really sit down and be in his presence because we don't know how. Mm-hmm. Just as hard as it was for her to step out of that traditional role and, yeah, and go facts. do that, right? Yeah, that's We're right, going to yeah. take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with you guys. we got right pastors back. in the building. Building. <laughs> hey, man, thank you so much for tuning in, man. I'm so glad you're still there listening <laughs> to us, man. And listen, this conversation has been super incredible. They've been keeping it real. Where were we at? Pastor Nessa, you were, was the it? Practical yeah, the practical side, the practical Pastor application. Pastor with his um, story. About practical application. <laughs> <laughs> and then your point of view, so Pastor, because you know he kind of wrapped I, it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think that a lot of times, I think to add to what he's saying, because I t- truly believe self-discovery is what brings about change, but I think a lot of times people are so accustomed to doing something, you know, as I said in my studies, I kind of feel like they... I feel like they they were wealthy. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe they um, they always were hosting things in their house. You know, to host things in your house, even in those times, and really feed everybody, mm-hmm. you got to be doing okay. Yeah. And then the 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 clincher is when the sister later has the expensive bottle of perfume. They mentioned it. They just didn't say like she has some perfume. She's like, no, she had an expensive yeah. bottle. It was a year's wages, meaning. Hosting parties, expensive bottle of perfume. I'm thinking they doing yeah, pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, man, maybe Martha, you know, because they're wealthy, you know, most businessmen that I know, we always got to, or, or busy people according to the size of whatever it is they do, mm-hmm. usually struggle with that um, either by personality or according to the, the what God has placed in their hands, right? Because we know that he loves Martha. He's just saying what Mary's doing, that we're not going to take away. So maybe some of the things Martha's doing is going to burn away. Like it, it's not for the Lord. She's doing it for herself. But that could have came from something Pastor Nestor said. It was like maybe she didn't realize it because if they're wealthy and maybe they're business people, well, I don't know what they're doing those times. She's used to going, 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 doing, doing, doing. My thought is that if you don't really know that, it's okay to periodically, this is where the fellowship context matters. Because I feel like if you don't have somebody that you can say, hey, that can speak into your life and go, hey, bro, you're super busy. You haven't really been reading your word or look at the way you got agitated right there. Like, like that's what Jesus kind of did because you don't see like a rebuke. He don't go, Martha, you are wrong. Mm -hmm. He basically says... Mary's doing what she's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And that's why we you get it. That's why we miss it so much because sometimes the the change is not some abrupt thing, but it's like a little shift in in thought process. Yes. And we and we we don't realize because we don't see ourselves so so different than another next person. We like we all right and we keep yes. down this road, but the further you go down that road, the the farther you get. One of the challenges I had yesterday, and I was I was discipling a guy. And um, to answer your question about how some practical ways, one of the things I would suggest is that that we we reevaluate what's important, take some time out to, to look at our lives and reevaluate what's important. Two, in reevaluating, when God challenges us to slow down in the area, it doesn't mean to disconnect from that area. Mm. And what I mean by that is if Martha would have come and sat down at the, at the feet of Jesus, she still would have been in the presence of other people who were mm-hmm. sitting at the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And this this person that I was, I was counseling and talking to yesterday, 
uh, they were like, um, you know, I don't think I'm going to come to the church for a while. God God has me at home focusing on my family. I said, I challenged the person. I said, I don't know if God has you at home or that's the the enemy trying to disconnect you from 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 the unity of the faith. Yeah. And so sitting down at the feet of Jesus doesn't mean it might mean slowing down in work, but it doesn't mean slowing down in community. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna want to add to that. Can I add to that? Because I feel like most of the time, I think you guys heard me discuss this, and I've sat with a few people that I challenged as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I always tell people it's not to get you where I want you. And it's not to get you where you want you. It's to get you where God mm-hmm. wants you, mm-hmm. right? So I would say, why is it that a lot of times when stuff happens, the number one place we go to first is, I need to disconnect from my brothers and sisters, and I need to disconnect. We always go like, well, I'm just real frustrated now. I just got to get away from the mm-hmm. church, or I got to get away from this. I got to get away from all the things mm-hmm. that literally yeah. at one time you ran to mm-hmm. And you were like, I need this, and your life started getting better. Then all of a sudden, I feel like, you know, and I can say this personally, um, you start adding all these things. So let me show you the flip side of, because most of the time it's, well, I'm going to disconnect from church. I'm not going to do this. i got to do that. And they always blame that, not maybe what they are doing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, first question is, are you sitting at the feet? Right, because when I sat at the feet, even in my own current, and I'm very transparent about my own life, I felt like when the book came out, I kind of just got really excited about life, and I was always excited about life, but mm-hmm. really excited about what was happening and all these opportunities, and I was chasing after this vision that God gave me, which wasn't wrong, but I did, I added it all at a time where I had mm-hmm. other things going on, and I started feeling discouraged mm-hmm. and all that. That wasn't God's fault. That was my fault for adding my main thing or these things. You understand? Mm-hmm. My priorities. These are my big rocks. Now, me adding all those things, I didn't never shifted the blame on the church or community. I actually got around more on community and more around the church that I, obviously I pastor, but I, I made that my ultimate thing. And then if I didn't sit, I just want to give you the difference. I got to a place where I was a little discouraged and I went through a little bit of like, this is so difficult, right? Mm -hmm. But I didn't like let that destroy me, Pastor Todd, because I come to his feet quite often. That even in my time of chaos, because my son was telling me, hey, everybody's good sometimes at being at the feet when nothing's going wrong. Mm -hmm. But because I was able to sit, I still sat at the feet. You get what I'm saying? Even though things were hectic, in my time of sitting at the feet, he's like, one, mm-hmm. this is what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny and that we it, do uh, that because, like, you were talking about, like, oh, I need to spend time with my family, but God is a complete God. He's whole in and of Himself. He never asked us not to spend time with our family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He never asked us to, like, yeah. stop being, you know, mm-hmm. in a relationship with our brothers and sisters. We chose that. As yeah. humans, you get one track minded, yes. right? And you're like, oh, well, if I'm serving, all I have to do is church or church. Or if I'm preaching, all I'm doing is preaching, preaching, preaching. And then you neglect your family, you neglect your spouse, you neglect all Facts. of that. He didn't ask us Facts. to do those things. No, he but wants you get that be, as sitting yeah, at the feet. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because if you're sitting at the feet, complete. he's like, hey, you know, they just talked about, and we talk about it every year, marriage, right? Mm-hmm. So, they just talked about marriage. Are you spending time with your right. wife? And at that moment, you're like, no, Lord. 
and you don't wait another year to go yeah. do that. You you go like you you. Hey, Pastor Todd, I can only serve maybe once this mm-hmm. month. You know, I've really got to start doing some of the stuff I've missed. You know, can you help me in creating a calendar? Yeah. That's really how you go about that, yeah. so that I don't miss out on that. Because maybe you don't know how it's to do it. Conversations too that help you get there, right? Because an apology from I feel like all church leaders that if you've encountered a church leader who you maybe you have gone to with something like that mm-hmm. and they said oh well then we don't need you because i feel like that's where a lot of people's hurt comes mm-hmm. from yeah then you know i'm just gonna apologize for them you know i'm sorry that you had a bad experience but that's not what god's calling us to do well, he's I gonna say you know I what i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna walk with you and say yeah you know what I am going to help because I know I can picture you, Pastor Todd, the conversation, you know, let's help get you there. Let's make sure that you mm. are spending time with your spouse. Let's make sure that you are reading your word because maybe you had a conversation. It's like, man, I, I'm listening to the sermon on Sunday, but I'm not really getting it. Yeah, I don't know how you to know? do it is what you were saying. Yeah. And people leave it when you go, hey, how was it? That was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, no, be honest yeah. and, and I, tell somebody, yo, I, I thought the message was really good. But I don't know how to bring that into my life. The ABCs, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like, like. I guarantee you most people have opted out of things when they could have just had that conversation. And so I know nobody, uh, I, I know like our, we're trying to operate out of this healthy culture. Nobody's really, I feel like even in the, our history of gay rap, like I can only speak for our church and personally, like I don't think if we've ever done something wrong that it was an intentional, like this is what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. You with me? Yeah. Everybody's learning and growing at the same capacity. So it's not like, they're, they're gonna make mistakes. It's yeah. not malicious. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe they missed it too. But mm-hmm. I know that y'all can have a conversation. Put Jesus right in the middle of that conversation, yeah. and it's always and gonna work. Learns. We we yeah. we struggle, I believe, with the with the with this need to be so strong mm. that someone, if I admit to you that I'm struggling in an area and I didn't quite get what you were saying, help me with this. Oh, that was like that, <laughs> he's like, he starts explaining. What, what, what happens is now I feel like I look weak in your eyes, mm-hmm. and it's because we're trying to keep up this persona or this this facade that somehow, uh, especially I see this in men, men all the time, so bad, right. badly. We want everybody to think that we got it all together, that we're afraid. Uh, woman, we're, we're so <laughs> so afraid to just go and say, hey. But we do that in every other part of life, though. Yeah. We do it at work. We go to work, and somebody mm-hmm. has a position you you like. You say, "Well, what what did you do to get there?" But it seems like mm-hmm. in our spiritual life, we don't we don't ask that question. Nobody wants to submit, though, as to <coughs> everyone else teach them, and mm-hmm. that takes humility. Like you'll never ever get to the place God wants you through way of pride, because mm-hmm. pride will only keep you stagnant and stuck mm-hmm. at where you're at in your own. You, you, it's this place of humility to go, man. I'm, as long as you could teach me life, I should want that. And I think that's, I think that's what happens when we come to, to Jesus. To the feet. Yeah, like look at Mary. She comes back to tell Jesus, hey, look what she's doing. And when she comes back to him, he's like, you're tripping. Like, yeah. yeah, he's like, why are you so disturbed? He tells her, right? Like, why are you so upset? Like, she's doing what she needs to be doing. You, you're not. And I think that's sometimes what disconnects us from the church is that when we do get around the right people, the people are going to call you out on the mm. things that, you, that you're dealing with. And, yeah, and nobody likes that, that. Yeah. I was thinking of the song, Mary, Mary. Y'all ain't going to know this. Past no. time, like, why are you bugging? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah y'all yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. know bugging. I should bring yeah, bugging back. Yeah. Yo, you bugging. Sing a little bit more. Maybe no. I'll be right. No, check this out. No, no, no. Why you bugging? had a little lamb. But you know the one thing we forget, though, is because when you make the statement that Mary came back to the feet of Jesus, right? Jesus is not here in the natural anymore. 
So the reality is he's here, he, he's here through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He's here through the Holy Spirit. And, and, but what he also did was before he left, he commissioned the 12 to go and start a church to be the hands and feet of, so of him. Ooh, the hands and feet. And so, so now, so now when you say we'll go, when you feet. tell us in 2021, go back to the feet of Jesus, going back to the feet of Jesus, maybe I go back to somebody who's walking with the Lord. Oh, come on. Who has it together, who has, has that. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, what must I do to be saved? You know, it, it comes to this point where you have to be humble enough if you're the smartest person in your room, you need to find another room that's to be really in. Good. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah, that's good. That deserves, I to bring the slap back. It's just been, it's just rich. I feel like there's so, you know, I think I, during the sermon, it was kind of like, not only did she know how to sit at the feet, but later you see in scripture where she, her brother Lazarus died and all that, and she falls at his yeah. feet. Mm-hmm. That um, was good. But you only know how to fall at his feet, you know, because there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And f- to me, I always look at everything as a heart posture. No matter what I read, I go, man, when she fell at her feet, she knew within, from sitting at his feet, who he was and what he does, that it gives her the ability for something to go down and it be wrong and it seemed chaotic because she's getting comfort from all the Jewish people is what it says. I mm-hmm. thought it was interesting how they added in there, she's getting comforted by that, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, they didn't have to put that. They could have just said she was with her people. They were like, she was getting comforted, but she knew that that comfort was cool, but when Jesus is on the scene, mm-hmm. miracles happen. She gonna fall back at his feet. Mm-hmm. Cause you said the feet, you know, which, mm-hmm. Did you say that already? Yeah, it's yeah, so a feat. Then she goes, and you could tell how much she believes because not only does she fall at her feet at a time of desperation, but she also knows how to give the most expensive thing in mm-hmm. worship mm-hmm. and put it at his feet. We got to deal with that next time. Yeah, we got to deal with that next time. That's really good. And let me tell you, so the question is, how is your focus? Is it Martha's or Mary's? Do you desire the good part? Do you want to submit into God's will is the question and remember what he said to mary when you get anxious and you get troubled and all kind of things are going wrong just go to his feet he said one thing don't get distracted over many things remember the one thing remember what jesus said to mary get at his feet Amen. So thank you so much for being with us today. We truly enjoyed the show. You guys are amazing. Juan Martinez from This Is Real. And I'm Stephanie Rave, and we're so glad you joined us. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and turn on your notification bell so you get notified every single time we have a new episode. And don't forget, in Houston, Texas, on 100.7 FM, every single Saturday night, we're on the airwaves from 6.30 to 7.30, man, with real people, real problems, real solutions. The show is rocking. Amen. But not only that, not only is the show rocking, we're also reaching... 53 cities, 51 state and county jails and prisons. And what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them. We're bringing them some laughter and some good times and some fire. And so uh, for that, we need some partners. So if you want to partner with us, please click on the link below. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hashtag this is real or on any other platforms. Pastor Juan Martinez. Hey, that's a wrap. Peace.